CBHDD is reminding people that the Georgia Crisis and Access Line can help those worried about opioid and stimulant misuse. The toll-free number is online and is active 24-7. More information at opioidresponse.info. Hello and welcome to the Georgia Today podcast from GPB News. Today is Thursday, October 12th. I'm Orlando Montoya. On today's episode, a judge has denied efforts to block several provisions of Georgia's controversial election reform law passed in 2021. Georgia faces challenges meeting new federal nursing home regulations. And the Okefenokee Swamp Park is getting nearly half a million dollars in federal funding. These stories and more are coming up on this edition of Georgia Today. A federal judge has ruled against civil rights groups who sought to temporarily block a Georgia law passed after the 2020 election. The decision yesterday by Atlanta-based U.S. District Judge J.P. Boulay means the law's restrictions on ballot drop boxes, voter IDs, and water handouts, among other provisions, can go into effect while a case against the law moves forward. Civil rights groups allege the law discriminates against black voters. In his decision, the judge wrote that plaintiffs failed to show that they were likely to succeed on the merits of their arguments. The number of witnesses prosecutors plan to call in this month's 2020 election interference RICO case has grown to nearly 200. GPB Stephen Fowler reports on developments at a hearing yesterday. In the final days before jury selection begins in the trials of Ken Cheesebro and Sidney Powell, there have been several hearings on motions to dismiss the charges, exclude evidence, and other efforts to stop the prosecution of the 2020 election interference racketeering case. At a Wednesday hearing, Scott Grubman, representing Chesbro, asked for more time to prepare to question jurors because of the immense number of witnesses the DA's office plans to call. 180 witnesses is not to prove a case against Sidney Powell or Ken Chesbro. It's to prove a case against the whole conspiracy. Some of those witnesses have been revealed in court filings recently, like RNC Chair Ronna McDaniel and GOP officials from other swing states. Those names also appear on proposed witness lists for the defendants, too. Jury selection starts October 20th. For GPB News, I'm Stephen Fowler. Officials in Atlanta's Fulton County evacuated their government center today because of a fire. Authorities say the small blaze started outside near an air intake system, which sent smoke through the building. The fire was quickly put out and no one was hurt. The 10-story government center in downtown Atlanta houses hundreds of employees and several departments, including the county commission, health board, and police. The Camden County Health Department is offering breast and cervical cancer screenings and no-cost mammograms tomorrow. The Southeast Georgia Health System will station their mobile mammogram unit at the health department so women can have their screening appointment and mammogram on the same day. The Georgia Department of Public Health says breast cancer is the second leading cause of cancer deaths in the U.S. Melissa Perkins, a registered nurse with the health department, says the screenings help catch breast cancer early. But with a mammogram, it can detect such, such tiny lumps that you you cannot feel those unless you go get an actual screening done. Prevention is the key, so it's better to go ahead and do early detection, you know, to catch it if it's at the early stages. Screenings are available by appointment at coastalhealthdistrict.org or by calling the health department. A proposed federal rule would require nursing homes to have a minimum number of staff, including a registered nurse on site 24 hours a day. But as GPB's Ellen Eldridge reports, that is a challenge here in Georgia. 
The White House says when nursing homes stretch workers too thin, residents may not receive adequate care or have other basic needs met. But the Georgia Healthcare Association says the state is already short 66,000 health care workers and cannot meet this demand. Chris Downing, president of the Healthcare Association, suggests bolstering the workforce through immigration reform. To bring in nurses from other countries under these visas programs and help fill in the gap, right? You know, t- tuition uh, reimbursement and debt relief type programs. The White House says it will launch a campaign to recruit and retain healthcare workers, investing over $75 million in scholarships and tuition reimbursement. For GPB News, I'm Ellen Eldridge. Officials from the Southern Christian Leadership Conference are offering to mediate discussions with leaders from Israel and Palestine as the war in Israel continues. The Atlanta-based civil rights group is urging both sides to embrace the nonviolent tactics of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. SCLC President Charles Steele says he hopes the group's history and contacts in the region can bring about discussions. Dr. King himself was there in 1959 and was to return in 1967. Uh, he couldn't return uh, because of, of the assassination that took place with his life. But we, in the spirit of Dr. King, are still focused and motivated to bring about a resolution. Meanwhile, some Georgians are making their way back from Israel after being stuck there for days. State Senator Russ Goodman from southeast Georgia's Clinch County says travel was an ordeal, but he's thankful to be back home. The Atlanta-based company that owns the salvage rights to the Titanic has canceled plans to remove artifacts from the shipwreck. RMS Titanic Inc. said in a court filing yesterday that plans for a future mission include only imaging and surveys. The company says it's canceling retrieval plans because the expedition's leader died on the Titan submersible in June. Delta Airlines says it made $1.1 billion in the third quarter thanks to planes that were packed with travelers this summer. International flights were especially profitable. The airline said today that it expects its revenue to keep rising into the busy holiday season. The Okefenokee Swamp Park is getting nearly a half million dollars in federal funding for a research project that will tell the story of a group of young black Americans who developed the park during the Great Depression. A group of nearly 200 black Americans from Georgia, Florida, and Alabama worked on a conservation project in the Okefenokee as part of the New Deal's Civilian Conservation Corps. The park will use the federal funds to collect, preserve, and digitize historical records of the group's work in the swamp. And in baseball, Atlanta faces a must-win game tonight in Philadelphia after the Phillies pounded the Braves 10-2 last night A win in Game 4 of the National League Division Series would force a Game 5. A loss would end the Braves' season. And that's it for today's edition of Georgia Today. If you'd like to learn more about these stories, visit gpb.org slash news. If you haven't yet hit subscribe on this podcast, take a moment to do that right now. If you have feedback, let us know about it. Email us at georgiatoday at gpb.org. I'm Orlando Montoya. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. 
Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.